And we're back. It's Mile High Magazine Sunday edition. Well, it's the only edition we have. It's Murphy Houston. Hope you're doing well. And uh, everybody's kind of paying the, the dues here with the wearing of the gloves and wearing of the mask and separation, the whole thing. And it's affecting so many people, including my friends over at the Salvation Army. And joining me now is Major Mike Dickinson, the Salvation Army Intermountain Divisional Commander. Major Mike, how are you? Murphy, I'm great. Uh, good morning. It's good to chat with you today. Well, it is always good to chat with you guys. And I know there's some special things going on with the holidays coming up. But I want to first, uh, and I haven't had a chance to really talk to you about how COVID-19 has affected the Salvation Army and all the good you do right here in the state of Colorado. Well, thanks thanks for that. COVID-19 has certainly um, um, put a little bit of a, a challenge for the Salvation Army. Our services have increased dramatically uh, we began our COVID-19 response on March 13th, and it's amazing to think about how far we've come. Uh, just in Denver Metro, uh, since that, that time, uh, the Salvation Army has provided 70,000 food boxes. Uh, those food boxes are for about a week for an average family, uh, 70,000 of those food boxes. In addition to that, um, we have provided almost 500,000 prepared meals for homeless individuals, for people that are COVID-19 positive. Uh, It's really been a dramatic increase for both our staff, our volunteers, those who rely upon the Salvation Army. We've taken our shelters to 24-7, providing three meals a day. We've really ramped up our our, uh, case management and wraparound services. So uh, COVID-19 has really um, affected the Salvation Army, but really more than the Salvation Army, it's it's those that we serve, and that's really where I'd want our focus to be. It's it's people that are the most vulnerable in our society that rely upon agencies like the Salvation Army, and, and those are the folks that we're most concerned about. Well, and as you should be, and as you always are. I mean, the Salvation Army, that's a great organization. I'm proud to be able to work with you guys. But you've come up with a neat idea that I like. When the Salvation Army is asking uh, everybody to join Rescue Christmas. we got to talk about it, Major. What's that all about? Yeah, so Rescue Christmas is the Salvation Army's uh, opportunity and attempt to really put a heightened awareness uh, for those that do have the means to understand that as we continue through COVID-19, there are going to be more and more people looking to the Salvation Army for help. So this, this is the first time in 130 years of the Salvation Army's annual holiday fundraising campaign uh, to start this early. Uh, the funds that we raise through our iconic red kettles really are at risk this year. Um, so this is our attempt, and this is our effort, uh, to help meet the unprecedented need this holiday season. Well, we know there the red... Are... Go, go ahead, Major. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just was going to say, there are so many more people facing hardship. Uh, we need to help them more than ever. And uh, with stores closing and, and less foot traffic, we recognize we need to start early. Well, and what I was going to say was, we know the Red Kettle campaign is like your biggest fundraiser of the year for the Salvation Army, is it not? It is. Uh, traditionally, during the Christmas season, the Salvation Army raises uh, up to 40% of not only our um, support to help people during the Christmas season, but also to help us throughout the year. So this is a very, very important time for us. Well, of course, people are going to say, come on, Major Mike Dickinson, isn't it a little early to talk about Christmas? 
You know, it is a little bit early, but I would just say to those that can help us that um, uh, we think that we could experience up to a 50% decrease in funds raised through our kettles. Now, traditionally at Christmas time in Denver Metro, we raise about a million dollars, which again helps us not only provide service at Christmas, but throughout the year. Um, But there are so many things that have changed in this COVID world. Retail stores that have closed, there's less foot traffic. Um, people are carrying less cash. There's a national coin shortage, all of those things. Um, and at the same time, that we have experienced um, such a dramatic increase of people looking to help from the Salvation Army. We're planning that we could see uh, 155% more people asking for help this Christmas season. So is it early? Yes. Is it too early? I don't think so. No, I think it's the right time to get started because these people aren't going to go away. And, it, you know, towards the holidays, the need from the Salvation Army probably will increase more than you can imagine, maybe ever more than ever before. What do you think, Major? I, I think you're I think you're absolutely right. Um, and, and we just don't really know how it's going to play out. What we do know is that because we have seen such a dramatic increase in services throughout COVID, and we also know that the most vulnerable, uh, those that really are living on the edge, um, those are the one, the folks in our community uh, who will be often the last to go back to work. And because they didn't have that safety net, uh, they were not prepared uh, for this pandemic. And really, uh, none of us are living today have ever experienced anything like this. And so uh, we just need to be um, extra hopeful and extra cautious as we enter into this year. Has uh, the pandemic really affected all the wonderful services you do for families and people and men and women in need and veterans, all the stuff you do for people right here in the metro area as well as the state of Colorado? Have you had to turn anything away? Um, we we have not. Here's the thing. Uh, we are so grateful for uh, for people who rely upon uh, or who support the Salvation Army that um, as we have gone to the public and we have expressed, here's the need. Uh, we need more food to help families that are hungry. Uh, we need to be able to start some socially distanced, uh, safe after-school programs. We need to be able to take our shelters from, for instance, 500 men a night to 250 men a night. But we need more food and we need more case managers. As we've presented those needs, uh, time and time again, Murphy, and I know this is no surprise to you, uh, the Denver community steps up and they continue to support the Salvation Army. We're very grateful for that because um, because of their support, we're able to help more and more people in need. Well, that is for sure. So let's talk about what we all love to see around the holidays is such a tradition is the Red Kettle Campaign. Are we going to see them outside the stores and what's happening with that? Well, we sure hope so. Uh, We're working with both our local partners and our national partners on um, having the ability to stand kettles, those iconic red kettles, 130 years uh, that we've been doing those kettles. And so um, we are very, very confident that we're going to have kettles out and around stores. You'll start seeing them um, in most places about a week before Thanksgiving. That's traditionally when we start our kettle campaign. Um, We're just not sure exactly how it's going to go. Um, because of the foot traffic that is down, because a lot of locations that we have traditionally used, they're, they're closing locations. That's going to have an impact as well. Um, but, but I believe that um, the Kettle Campaign is going to be successful, and it's going to be successful uh, because people like you uh, that walk by a kettle and know that uh, uh, today I'm going to drop in a quarter or a dollar or maybe I'll write a check, um, 
I don't know about you, Murphy, but for me, every time I go buy a red kettle, I put something in because I know that the person standing there is giving of their time, and it's all about helping that person in need. Well, that's a good point. And, and what about that? I mean, so many families, uh, including mine, donate our time, go out there to ring the bell outside a store. Are they going to be able to do that with this pandemic? They absolutely are. We will be taking uh, volunteers to stand at our kettles. And um, all of that information is on our website. And uh, so you could go to imsalvationarmy.org. Again, that's imsalvationarmy.org. And, um, and if somebody wants to volunteer to stand at a kettle, if, the, the other thing they could do is we have a link there. They could click on uh, Rescue Christmas. And they could make a donation. So maybe they say, you know, I'm not going to be doing as much shopping. I'm not going to be going to a mall. Uh, but I want to support the Salvation Army. They could click a link there, and they could make a one-time donation. Or they could say, you know what, I want to give $25 or $50 or $100 every month as a recurring donation to the Salvation Army. That's how I'm going to help rescue Christmas. And we think that's a super positive way for folks to get involved. And can't you also text I thought at one time we were doing texting. Are we still doing that? You know, there is a, an ability to do some text to give, but we have this really great thing that we call Kettle Pay. And we started it last year. We're going to be doing it again this year. On every Salvation Army uh, kettle across the nation, there's going to be a QR code on the kettle sign. And somebody can walk up with their phone and simply use their camera and scan that. And then that takes them to a secure donation page where, again, they could leave a dollar in the kettle or $10 or $100 or, or hey, maybe even $1,000. But that's a secured donation site. Uh, we call it Kettle Pay, just like Apple Pay or Google Pay. That's You guys got it all covered. <laughs> Technology is well, a wonderful uh, thing, isn't it? <laughs> we, we, have, we have a lot of great people around us, and, um, and so uh, we're just very grateful for people like you that help us and, uh, and the supportive community. Now we're talking with our friend uh, Major Mike Dickinson of the Salvation Army. And, Mike, I have to ask you, too, one of the other big projects you do at the holidays that, uh, again, my family likes to be involved with is the Angel Tree Program. Are we going to do that this year? You know, we are doing angel trees. And again, that's one of those things that um, usually by now we'd be a lot further along. But because of COVID restrictions, we're just continuing to work with our partners uh, to determine which locations will allow us to have an angel tree, how exactly that's going to work. Uh, we are finalizing a process for people to be able to donate angel gifts uh, online so it'll all be secure. You can get to that again by going to our website, imsalvationarmy.org, and making a donation of angels there. Uh, that's just one more way that we're doing it, but we anticipate having actually physical locations during this time. Well, we hope so, because that helps a lot of people as well. So, okay, get all this money coming in. We're starting early for the Christmas campaign. Let's talk about, and people need to know, how the donations work here uh, for the Salvation Army throughout the state of Colorado and everywhere. So let's talk about that. Where does the donation go? 100% of the donations go to the community in which the donation is made, and, and that's super important for everybody to understand. So if you're donating in Denver Metro, your your donations are staying in Denver Metro, and if, if you live in um, Colorado Springs area and your donation is, is down there, then the, the donation stays there. Um, all of the money stays locally. Nationally, the Salvation Army, uh, 82 cents of every dollar goes towards direct program services. And so uh, we have very little overhead, very little goes to fundraising efforts, 82 cents of every dollar going to direct services. Um, what that really does is if people could just m imagine for a moment, 
that's a Christmas present under a tree uh, for a child who is in need. That's food on a table for a hungry family. That's an electricity bill that is paid for parents who have lost their income. That is shelter, uh, a warm bed for a person who's without a home. Uh, Nearly half of all low-income Americans report that they or someone in their household have experienced uh, some sort of income loss. And so not only are we serving folks who have uh, continued to struggle, but we really have a whole new population of families who have never come to the Salvation Army before, uh, but for the first time, they're coming to us in need. Well, we couldn't do a lot of things without you guys. And, and Ed, and I, I like to talk about, too, about the fact Salvation Army, you guys go out at night a lot and look for homeless people to help them, don't you? You still doing that night campaign? Yeah, we, we are doing that. We've we've had to scale it back just a little bit because um, uh, transporting people in, in, in a car has made it challenging for us. But um, one of the things that the Salvation Army is, is doing a little bit differently is in addition to taking our shelters to 24-7 and providing those three meals a day, and those wraparound services. Uh, right now during COVID, the Salvation Army is um, managing seven hotels uh, for the city and county of Denver, where we have 900 people staying who are either homeless, COVID positive, or have um, compromised immune systems. We're not only managing those seven hotels with 900 people, but we're providing over 1,000 prepared meals three times a day uh, to folks who are in need. And so we've really had to um, be flexible and change how we do service uh, with these current times. And, um, again, that's possible uh, because of the very, very generous support we receive. Well, it's time to get involved with Rescue Christmas. Things are kind of starting already, are they not, Major? They are. We're up and running. And so if, uh, if somebody's listening to this interview and, and uh, they think they could help the Salvation Army, again, if they would go to our website, imsalvationarmy.org, uh, you can see all of the things that we're doing uh, in Denver Metro and across the state of uh, Colorado. And then they could make a donation, either one time or ongoing, would really help us uh, help our neighbors who are in need. Well, after talking to you, Major, again, it's amazing. I don't know how you guys do all all that you do. This whole thing with the hotels during the pandemic, that all takes money, doesn't it? It all takes a great deal of uh, resources, um, and it's not just the the monetary resources, although that's very very important. It's also the the human capital. Uh, we have a great team that support the Salvation Army, both our employee team members, uh, the the hundreds of volunteers who come to the Salvation Army every day to make a difference in their community. Um, that's what the Salvation Army is about, and so whether it's it's food distribution to masses or, or a, a homeless individual who is in need or a, a family who is um, needing shelter at the Salvation Army Lambeth uh, Center. We're all about serving the individual, and we recognize that it's different for each and every person. We do believe that hope is greater than fear, Murphy. And so as we enter this holiday season, uh, what we want the American public to know is that they can rely upon the Salvation Army, not only to meet needs, but that we promise to do the most good with the resources provided to us. And we will treat each individual as a child of God who is loved, who is cared for, whom, whom uh, is respected, and we will serve them with dignity and honor in each and every case, uh, helping people um, Make it through this very, very difficult time. Hope is greater than fear. We appreciate your support and the support of your listeners. Great words, Major Mike Dickinson, Salvation Army. Go to imsalvationarmy.org for more information. Good luck on the Christmas campaign. Let's get her going. 
Thanks, Murphy. Have a wonderful day. Yeah, you too. Thanks for your time. And thank you guys, too. It's Mile High Magazine. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll be back next Sunday.